Welcome to episode four of Podland. As always, we're your three hosts, Jason, Nick, and Ian. Boys, how are we doing today? I could be better. I could be better, but, uh, you know, it's good to see your guys' faces, you know, and uh, this is definitely the highlight of my Monday, so. I've got the Oscar fever. I don't know about you guys. Do you know who's uh, who's got the Oscar fever? <laughs> Uh, Chris Rock's Chris Rock. left cheek. Yeah. Chris Rock's left cheek. It's still you know, it's got a fever it's for sure. It's still sizzling after last night. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. That, li- that's right. You can literally grill a burger on his left cheek right now. <laughs> well, we got to start right there. There's nowhere else we ha- we can start this podcast than the Oscars, and specifically Chris Rock and Will Smith. Uh First order of business, did either of you even watch the Oscars last night? I watched an Oscar stream. I don't know if you guys are familiar with On Cinema, At The Cinema. I watched their annual uh, Oscar special, and it uh, went off the rails and went into pure chaos per normal with them. I so, saw you uh, gave it five, I I saw you gave it five stars on Letterboxd. Oh. Oh, five five bags of popcorn, two sodas. Um, Tim Heidecker gave me back all my high points, so I, I I'm back to fifteen hundred high points. So it was really brave of him. What is it? Ju- is it just like a comedy commentary? Over on on the cinema, Oscars? on cinema is like a almost twelve year running joke by comedian Tim Heidecker and um, Greg Turkington. And they have this movie talk show. You can find like the entire all of it on YouTube, but they talk about there's like these through lines each season. I think there's 11, 12 seasons, and each through line they like start talking about movies, and then it eventually just goes off the rails. And they're ta- like Tim has like some personal issue that comes up, or like has a health scare. It's ridiculous. But every year for the Oscars, they do like a live stream for it. And they don't really – they talk about the Oscars for, like, 5% of the live stream. It's yeah, just, like, I actually, absurd. I actually know about it because of you, Nick. You introduced me to it uh, yeah. last year. But so did you watch I did, any of it, Ian? I, I watched one – I watched Dune win Best Cinematography or uh, – what's his name? Win it. And that was Greg it. Frazier. Greg, Greg Frazier. Greg Frazier. Yeah. That was it. I had to go to work. and uh, that, was, that was probably, honestly, just – that was probably the best part of the show. It's good. You just watched that, and then you left. I mean, of course, you I've missed. watched a hundred clips of uh, Chris Rock getting slapped, but um, yeah, that's the extent of my Oscars 2022 viewing. I followed it pretty closely on Twitter. I found that if I watched the on cinema live stream and followed the real Oscars on Twitter, I was at like peak entertainment for like three hours. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got the necessary info, like what actually won. Oh yeah. But then you were entertained by yeah. the commentary throughout. And, and well, I, did, we, I got like all the winners, and I didn't get any Amy Schumer. It was like it was perfect. <laughs> the best of both worlds. <laughs> okay, so we want we want to talk about uh, the Oscars. We want to talk about the winners. We we all did our predictions. I know at least Nick and I did some predictions. Ian, did you fill out a, a prediction card as well? I did not. I kind of missed out on it, and I feel bad, but. Okay. Okay, that's good. Maybe you can narrate through the through the categories okay, then, right. and Nick and I can Nick and I can give our yep. our picks. But before we do, we gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about it. Will Smith. Everyone knows about <laughs> it. We're not like a news show. I'm not gonna recap it. We all know what happened. Chris Rock 
made, you know, sure, it was maybe a distasteful joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, but nonetheless, made a joke about Jada. Will Smith lost it, came on stage on live television and smacked Chris Rock in the face yeah. and then proceeded to go back to his seat and just yell at Chris Rock at the top of his lungs that the Oscars completely muted throughout you know the not rest of that not in Japan because they <laughs> they are fun they are fun they, yeah <laughs> and they were very quick to release that on Twitter so um, I certainly have thoughts Ian let's let's just start with you 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 weren't watching it live no so you you recap you, well you kind of probably got some notifications coming on your phone I give us I give us your thoughts I asked you guys what because you said you I'm pretty sure you said like holy cow Will Smith or something like that. Yeah, I, uh, the three of uh, the three of us have a group chat. Yeah, I think Nick and I were blowing it up when it was happening. And then I saw that I first saw actually that Will won best, you know, actor lead. Oh, you saw that before? I saw you that saw... before, believe it or not. Wow. And then I went to Twitter. That's how I. That's how I, you know, found out. And uh, yeah, then I saw that, and I was blown away, um, considering. We all know Jaden, or Jada, and Will's relationship, how open they are. Um, we know too much about it. Too much. I actually watched a Stephen A., the sports analyst. He he did a clip on TikTok, and he he of put it. He, did. he put it perfect. He summed it up pretty well. He was he said he's ashamed because, I mean, I mean, when's the last time you guys got slapped for roasting somebody? You know. Like Jason, you were doing it earlier to me today. Like I was, Nick and I were both laughing. I'm not gonna like. Ian, Ian couldn't figure out a simple we transfer link. Yes, uh, tech savvy I am. That that was can, that was my kryptonite right there. Is that website? You, you can fly planes, literally, not even joking. You can fly planes, yeah. but you can't figure out. Yeah, that some was basic. That you, was sent, you send a basic email with just like an mp3 file attached to it and okay we don't need to elaborate on that regardless i'm not gonna come over to you and nick's house and slap you guys and say hey knock it off you know this yeah. this his wife openly disrespects him i feel like all the time and i mean you can tell he's a i feel like he's a little bit i don't know if this is gonna offend anybody but whipped in a sense of like that short little instant of where he was laughing after Chris Rock made the joke, and then oh, yeah. you he, see, and then you see Jada's face, yeah. and you're like, "Oh shit, she's mad." And then the yeah. next thing you know, Will's coming up there. I'm like, you know, she made him do that 100, percent or not, not that entirely, but yeah, he totally laughed after that joke. It cuts to him for like a second or two, and he's yeah. laughing. And then when it cuts back to Chris Rock. Chris Rock's like, oh boy, and then you see him like get up on stage. I saw a bunch of jokes that were like, oh, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson should have read that joke to Jada, <laughs> not Chris Rock, because <laughs> then Will would not have come up to slap. Uh, the meme game is outrageous. Exactly. Right now over it. It's. I mean, people were. Uh, there's a. There's an account called Run. Oh, it's RDC World. There are just a bunch of comedians, and it's hilarious. They do a bunch of LeBron James skits, but I mean, as soon as I as soon as I heard about this on Twitter, I went immediately to TikTok, and first video that popped up was a RDC World 
skit about Chris Rock getting rocked. Um, so, you know, pretty controversial. I think this will be remembered for a long time. Um, I mean, the Oscars needed ratings. And yeah. They got ratings. But unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be able to get something. Oh, and by the way, this is the this is the huge question of it all. I think it's real, 100%. I don't think it was staged oh, at all. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't. I, 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 I went back and forth for a while, but once I saw the video of, like, Tyler Perry and Denzel, like, comforting him during, like, a commercial break, I was like, all right. Yeah, that's got to be real. Yeah. And, and and Chris Rock looks so stunned. Like, that, unless that's, like, an Oscar-worthy performance by Chris Rock, that man was, like, legitimately shell-shocked. And props to Chris, too, because he took that like a man and just met, moved on with the, you know, with the night and uh i i don't i don't see anybody he, else being like that he was the he was the only adult in that room mm-hmm. he took it like it's so impre- impressive how professional he was yeah. he stood there hands behind his back almost leaning forward almost daring will smith to actually do it and then he just you know he took it he didn't talk back he just said all right moving on like that was unreal as will smith was just losing it yeah. He he kept composed and calm. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah, no, and you know, maybe there maybe there's gonna be a joke at next year's Oscars. You know, you never know. Oh, there's gonna be there's gonna be SNL skits. Yeah. There's gonna be uh oh, there's gonna be so much coming from we're this. We're gonna we're sure. gonna hate that this ever happened is how oversaturated this is going to get. Yeah. So I'm 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 certainly on on the camp that uh, thinks Will Smith was way out of bounds. I don't know if any of you on the other side. I know there are some people saying that, oh, he was just defending his wife, yada yada yada. Dude, this guy, this guy's an actor for decades in the limelight. He's made fun of so many people, on screen, off screen. He is the topic of jokes twenty four seven with his and her open relationship. It's just so bizarre that this was the one thing that randomly set him off. To Nick's point. After he originally laughed at the joke, he laughed at the joke when it was said, mm-hmm. and then in the next couple of sec- seconds, something changed, and he just lost it. All right. Well, should we get into the actual show? <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a show. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot. All I'm, right. So, Ian. Do you just want me, to, do you want me to roll up the ballot up to best picture? Like, how are we? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I saw it at the bottom and go top. And I'm gonna pull up my picks. I'm looking at my yours. ballot that I did for predictions, and it's not looking hot. So we'll we'll keep a tally here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's before before we get to like the main six, five or six, we can just kind of blow by these a little bit. But Ian, why don't you kind of lead us through the categories here? Okay. All right. So we've got writing. We've got uh, visual effects, sound, short film, short film animated, production design, music, makeup, international feature film, film editing, documentary, uh, directing, costume design, cinematography, animated feature film, actress in a supporting role, actress in a leading role, Actor in a supporting role and then actor in a leading role. And then we have Best Picture, the granddaddy of them all. The, the majority of those, I don't think we really care too much about like the short films. No, no. I, I didn't put a tally down for either short film 
or documentary. I have I have something down for either, just because I didn't really see. But it's any imp- of the yeah. documentaries or any yeah. I think it's imp- I mean, important like, for people an- to know that how how in depth the Oscars can go. You know, so there's a lot of people that don't realize like oh there's a lot of small stuff that make it to the oscar sure. stage you know yeah people so, don't sure. know that because they don't watch the show yeah that's right you're right <laughs> yeah so. but i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pretend like i have seen some of these films like all the films in in international feature film it's like come on i right. i'm not gonna pretend like i know these or the short films right. so so why don't you pick some of the uh non-top five ian okay maybe a couple of the non-top five and then we'll get in the top five Okay, uh, shoot. Let's go. Uh, shoot. Let's let's do uh, let's do music, an original song. Okay. Okay. Would you original guys song? Would you guys predict and uh, did it did it come true? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think we I, both had this one, Nick. Right. This no, is no this was kind I. of a yeah. This was yeah. A this shoe, was a layup. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I did. Barely Irish. No time to die. That's. I mean, and, it's got to uh, be that. So. That movie. Yeah. That song came out for context. That movie or that song. I keep saying movie. That song came out just before COVID hit. Yeah. Oh, like, it's been out for so yeah. long. I, so I, was, I had a. I had some friends over watching the Oscars with me, and when Billy Irish won it, they were honestly confused. They're like, "Wait a minute! Didn't this come out like three years ago?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, I had a, it, It's been that long. I had a buddy text me. He was like. Dude, I didn't know No Time to Die was Billie Eilish's song. I'm like, <laughs> okay, interesting. But that that was a layup. I think the Encanto song, you know, was probably second in voting. I still I haven't seen I that. I could have seen that one. I still haven't seen I that. haven't seen Encanto. I've heard, like, mixed things about it, so I don't know. I, I haven't seen it, but it, like... I've heard the song, and just kind of following the hype of the Oscars, I know that that song, I think, you know, could have been up there, but no one was beating Billy Irish. Is no time right. to die. Okay, what's next? Uh, how about film editing? We have Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, The Power of the Dog, and Tick Tick Boom. What'd you guys I picked, predict? I picked King Richard. Really? What went in that? Because the tennis scenes were awesome. Yeah, that's true. I mean, film, film Richard. I mean, uh, King Richard. I haven't seen it yet. Really? So I, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I know. It's kind of crazy. I think it's still but, on HBO Max. I mean, I don't want to give Will Smith it is, too much clout, but it's a really good movie. It is on HBO Max. I've seen probably half of the Best Picture noms, and I need to watch the rest of them before next month or something. But I, I picked Dune. This is – which ended up winning yeah. film editing. Yep. This is one of the six Oscars Dune won. I mean, what a huge night for Dune. Yeah. And well earned. Well, it's 100%. insane that Dune won six of the technical Oscars, and Denis was not even nominated for Best Director. Like mm-hmm. that's still insane to me yeah. that it can win yeah. in six <clears throat> different categories, and we'll we'll go through them. But like him not even being nominated for Best Director is insane to me. Yeah, he uh, he. I read this in an article this morning. There's never been a movie that's won six Oscars. And it didn't have its director nominated for best director. Wow, that is unbelievable. That's it unbelievable makes me stat. think that it's gonna get the how many return did... Return of the King treatment once the second one comes out. Yeah, because they the Academy obviously loved it. They gave it six. 
Right. Yeah. But did did Fellowship of the Ring or Two Towers? They win really any didn't win much. I mean, no, no, they yeah, got they was... got really. I mean, when it debuted, there's millions of people that saw it and loved it, but. The Academy. I, I I do think all the Oscars that Return of the King won wasn't just for that movie. It was oh the, yeah, it was for the it entire, was for the trilogy yeah. as a whole. Yeah. So Dune won film editing. Uh, Dune also won five others. I mean, did we, Nick? Did you have Dune winning the other five, or was there any? I had Dune, Dune winning. That you didn't have cinematography, which it did win. Yep. Same. I did have it winning. Uh, original score, which Hans Zimmer won. Which, his first was, Oscar. I think it, I thought it no was his second. I think I, I sh- read somewhere sure? it's his first. I'm, I thought it was his second. But I'm looking at Hans Zimmer Oscar. Even if it's his second. Yeah, but I, can, my can point we was to talk like, about how yeah. mind blowing that is. How many no, great it's, it's soundtracks? It's Dang, his, that's insane. No, it's his first. first Maybe one. John Williams is the one who has two. Probably. That's crazy that that was his first. That's time. insane. I mean, like love or hate Interstellar, you have got to love the soundtrack with with the movie. I mean, even back to the Lion King, you know. So. Oh, I take I take it back, guys. I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Google only showed me Dune, but no, this is his second. He won for Lion King. He did win for okay. Lion King. Okay. But this but this is his twelfth nom, twelfth nomination insane he's done some um phenomenal work in the past and i'm blown away that this is his second one so so i mean that was well earned uh it won it, production design yeah i think i that had one's obvious tragedy of Macbeth winning that one because that was one of the coolest looking movies i've ever seen um, i i could i i couldn't disagree with that it was the classic a24 look i mean it was um I don't know how to explain it, but it's it's not realism. It's kind of like you're watching like, a play in a movie. It the, kind the of felt design. like heightened minimalism. Yes, yeah. Because the lighting the lighting was really cool in it. They used like really harsh angles in a really cool way. Um, but yeah, Dune winning production design, obviously, it was like visual effects. Juggernaut. Yeah, visual effects. Vi- visual well. effects, easy for the worm. Easy. Yeah, and then and then I think. The one we probably can spend the most time on in terms of Dune, Greg Frazier, cinematography. I mean, yep, that was one of the most gorgeous films I've ever seen. Oh my god, it was unbelievable. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's definitely well earned. I mean, that the movies, it stuck with me for a long time. And I don't know if that's because of how good it was or how much I was anticipating it leading up to it, but it was great. And uh, um, let's. Uh, yeah, what else? What else we got? How about. Uh, shoot. Let's do. Actor in a leading role. Is that too much? Yeah, let's jump into the top five. Top five. Actor in a leading role. Who'd you guys have? I'm going to. I'm just going to come out and say this. I went 0 for 4 on the actors and actresses. Oh, wow. So, really? Yeah. Really, oh. I went. I went two for four. Nick, for four Nick, I bet I can guess that you were going for Benedict for actor in a leading role. Yeah, legitimately shocked he did not win. Yeah, really, there was so much momentum for Will Smith. So, like I mentioned, I didn't watch King Richard, but it seemed as though it was a foregone conclusion. Every article I I 
read every video I watched was just, hey, it's it's Will Smith's to lose. Yeah, I that's I mean I'm not. I think it's hard to smack smack aside. We can. <laughs> it was he was legitimately great in it, and that's his first Academy Award, which is also kind of crazy because he's been he's been in the industry for almost 30, 40 years. But yeah, yeah. I thought Benedict Cumberbatch was unbelievable. I think it gives Will Smith a a leg up, considering this this film King Richard came out in very controversial times for especially for our country i feel like so i think that kind of gives him a leg up not to take away from his credit because he was actually amazing in that whereas benedict plays a very you know complex character yeah and um that's i mean when you're when you're comparing the two i don't know I, I think it's kind of day and night, but both give very stellar performances. Looking at roles. the list, both of them, Benedict and Will Smith, I would say those were one and two, and then the rest of them were like kind of at the bottom. Yeah. Like the you know head and I'm... shoulders above the rest of that, the nominees. I don't know. I I would say there's one that I'm really glad got nominated, and I would put in between – uh, Benedict, Will, and then the other two. I I really liked Andrew Garfield and Tick Tick Boom. I I'm really glad he got nominated. When you read about what he did in that movie, he had never sung before, really ever. It reminded me a little bit of La La Land when um why am I forgetting Ryan Gosling? Yeah, when Gosling learned the piano, mm-hmm. he yeah. never knew how to play. It's the same idea. Well. Uh, well, Andrew Garfield had no idea how to sing. He worked with a voice coach for like a year or so. And I, I, I thought he crushed it yeah. in that movie. I'm, I'm super pumped for him that he got nominated. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with Nick in your statement, except for what Jason said. Andrew Garfield was stellar in Tick, Tick, Boom. So I, I'd put him, I'd put him, if not like way below the shoulders of Will Smith and Benedict Cumberbatch, I'd put him like right on top of the shoulders as well. Um, because Andrew, he did give a very good emotional performance in that. And, uh, we can't take away from the fact that he, yeah, this is the first time that he's ever sung in a, a film before. So, yeah. Um, all right, let's do another, how about actress in a leading role? Who'd you guys have or, uh, who'd you guys predict? I had, um, I had Kristen Stewart. Spencer, I still haven't you, seen that. That's... Did you? Yeah, have you seen Spencer? I haven't. No, it's it's on my watch list. Hype. <laughs> going with the hype. I haven't seen it either, and uh, I honestly haven't heard much about Spencer. It hasn't it, even been on my radar. It's on it's my on Hulu. Yeah, it's on my watch list too. A lot of these are streaming. It's crazy the world we're living in mm-hmm. today. Yeah, I I did pick Jessica Chastain, who ended up winning. So the top two actor in the leading role and actress in the leading role i picked correctly and uh i this is how i this is how i picked best actress i'm not even lying i haven't seen any of these movies i just watched the the trailer for all five of them and <laughs> I just was like jessica chastain looks the best i'm gonna pick her yep. and so she won hey <laughs> sometimes that's all it takes right and I mean, Andrew Garfield's hilarious. in that movie too, right? Yeah. 
man, good good year for Andrew Garfield. Yep. Uh let's let's cut right to best picture. Yeah. Okay. And speaking of well, can't believe a world that we're living in. Fun fact about this the winner is that it, it came out on a streaming platform, which is the first it's the first of its kind. For a uh, not only not only the first of its kind, first time a streaming movie is one. Isn't Apple like the newest streaming platform? I'm sure there's yeah. newer ones. They they went out and they paid twenty five million for Coda at like a festival and they like they beat Netflix and HBO and all the established streaming services to an Oscar first, which is kind of impressive. They were like they were marketing the hell out of that movie too. And I still haven't seen it. <laughs> that's that's it's on my list, but um that blew my mind, you know. And if I'm yeah, Netflix, a bit of an upset. If I yeah, uh, Netflix blew it, you know. I had Power of Dog. I thought Power of Dog was going to win that I did as well, especially when Jane Campion won Best Director. I was like, oh yeah, Power of the Dog is like a shoe in now. Um, I'm sure that's what Netflix was thinking too. That was that was one of my favorites of the year, and I was like, Power of the Dog. I felt like it had a bunch of momentum. Um, but I mean, Coda, Coda, I could kind of feel it in the past couple months. Like it was kind of picking up steam. They were, they're marketing it more. Um, so while it was a bit of an upset, I'm not totally surprised that it did win. Um, I mean, it's on Apple, so I'll probably catch it this week now that it's won. I would have, I would have put my money on Dune. So, and that's really, yeah. Really? Oh, oh yeah. No I, way. No, I thought that was, they I hate blockbusters. Oh, well, yeah, I, I, I think that's a pipe dream. I think Nick's right. If Dune 2 hits and hits just as well as the first one did, I could see the Dune, <coughs> the second one being in the running. And not just for Dune 2, but for the culmination of the you know, of the two parts. Yeah. I wish so, I, could, I could place a future on Dune 2. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to give a movie best picture when it's only half of the story. Yeah. I mean, there, there wasn't an ending. It was clearly it felt like a, the first half of the book. It felt like a two and a half hour long trailer. For the, I wouldn't say that. I, I wouldn't say that. I would say we watched half of a movie. If that's okay. a trailer, then that's a cool ass trailer. Yeah, yeah, and the longest one I've ever watched. Any any other movies within Best Picture that you think could have been the running outside of Coda I and thought, Power of Dog? I thought West Side Story maybe had a dark horse chance. Um, Ariana DeBose won actress in a supporting role. Uh, she was stellar in that movie. Have you guys? watch that one yet i have not it's on no. hbo max okay it's so good like yeah one of my favorite memories in was seeing it in december with my buddy and it was like during the spider-man hype and that movie west side story got like a death sentence of a release date being even remotely close to that movie and we are the only two people in the theater watching a new steven spielberg movie like a week after it was released it was like wild to me yeah it's it's now on blu-ray on uh in your local stores and i see it all the time but um i still plan on seeing it i just uh trying to find the right trying to find the right time um i would have put king richard king richard up there for winning best picture just because of you know again how how stellar of a performance will smith gives but also how it was filmed and each character's performance was 
amazing to the G and I I don't know I would have I would have put that in the the race too. So you guys you guys don't think don't look up. Oh God no. <laughs> oh man. All right. I think that's I think this segment's over. Yeah. <laughs> I would never understand how that movie got nominated for Best Picture. That that's that is the politics of Hollywood, yeah. not quality of film. Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to talk about this Batman deleted scene? Really yeah, quick. Yeah. Really quick. Okay. Because it was it was kind of fun that it got released. I think it was like it was a prize of one of the um shoot what's that website the Joker website Radalada. Oh, that's the Riddler's website. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that website because they were giving out like. They were doing like little drops and like different like like pictures and stuff. Um, so I think it was released. This is this might be this might be a deep cut. You want to explain what this is? The web the website from the movie, the Joker's website. Um, it's a real website. A real yes. website in in real life, and you can go and like up until like they released this deleted scene this week. You could go and you could go and like and do s- different puzzles, and there was like a countdown. Um, and it like dropped a bunch of like Joker or not Joker. I'm sorry. Riddler pictures from like in that were hanging up in his room. They were like, um, 4k versions of them. So it was, it was kind of a cool, like Easter eggy thing. Um, yeah. And then this dropped this past week. Um, it was kind of, it was a deleted scene that I had heard about Matt Reeves discuss in interviews after the movie. Um, and Jay and I, we are. We've talked about our disdain of Joker being in the movie itself. So, Jay, what did you think about the scene? Happy that it got cut. Yeah, yeah, I'm and to set up the scene, it's it's a Joker scene, obviously. It's Batman going to Alchem Asylum to ask the Joker questions about why the Riddler's doing what he's doing, trying to figure out clues to to solve the the many mysteries that he never ended up solving in the movie uh but regardless i am uh i didn't i'll I'll say this i'll just say this my reaction when i was texting you nick was probably harsher than what i objectively think about the scene i don't think the scene is terrible no it's really cool yeah in the vacuum the deleted scene is pretty cool. You, anyone, you guys can go watch it on YouTube. It, I mean, Warner Brothers put it up themselves. Um, but I am so ecstatic that uh, that Matt Reeves cut it. But the problem is he kept the other scene in. So he, when they released this deleted scene, there were articles about him in interviews talking about how they filmed this scene in Alchem Asylum with Joker and Batman, and then they filmed the scene that's in the movie with uh, Joker and the Riddler, which is at the end of the movie. And we we talked at nauseum about that in our first episode about how much we hated that scene. But I'm so confused why they kept that scene in, but then cut this scene. It seems like a either you put both scenes in, or you don't put either scene in. But because they put just the it, this deleted scene makes me more upset about the scene they left in the movie because it just doesn't make any sense it's out of context it feels like the cheap setup that i'm so upset about yeah but if they would have put this scene in the movie along with that uh riddler and joker scene at least you have some context to 
who this is, you've seen him before, you understand, oh, okay, so this is like an early stage Joker that's already been caught by Batman. I get it. But the fact that they left one in and cut the other created the dynamic in the movie that I hated so much. And you could have resolved that by either putting the scene in or by cutting both of them. So I'm, I guess I'm glad that they cut this one. They were, they were 50% right. And really, they should have cut both. I almost would have preferred it if they would have switched them. Kept, kept the, one, the deleted scene that just came out and kept that in the movie and then re- like cut out like the tease of like future joker whatever i yeah yeah because it is it so is really super so really they have they had four options put them both in keep them both out just do the one with him and Rilla, and just do the one with him and batman and you're saying they did the worst of the four options yes yeah so well, here's my question for you guys where if they were to put this scene in with the batman where would they have put it i think before we already know that they before before riddler turns himself in before the um he solves the um penguin or not penguin rat with wings riddle and like infiltrates the iceberg lounge see i think at that point like just before at that point we are already in a state of who's the villain again you know because it has been up until that point it had been a long time since we had seen the riddler on the screen and if they were to show that scene with the batman and the joker we would have been like whoa wait why are you throwing this curveball at us right here and now so i almost disagree with both of you and thinking Mm -hmm. that if i i think that they should have a kept both of them out and b if they're going to leave one in keep the one that's already in because yeah. it, it was three minutes tops whereas this deleted scene is what five six seven yeah it's yeah. like almost six so if that was in the movie which you know i'm all for like a long movie especially if it's f- with this batman but if we're focusing on one villain maybe two with the penguin in there Mm-hmm. You know, th- if you're introducing a Joker and Batman's already had a history with this Joker, that's going to be a complete curveball for the audience, and that we they can't they can't have that. So, so once again, Ian, not all of us can be correct. So I'm sorry that you're the odd man out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You are halfway there. You're halfway there. I don't disagree with the just like Matt argument Reeves. you're making to leave this episode out. <laughs> I just think that they should have cut the second scene. Yeah. Too. Let's uh let's move on, guys. My I, I don't have my laptop charger, so I'm at forty three percent. We started at hundred. So, so let's let's jump into the movie. Uh, Nick, why don't you set us up? Nick, right. <laughs> Nick's being Nick's being taken from talking about one of his I favorite know, movies been, this year to we 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 to this is our fourth episode. This is our fourth episode. We're dropping all four at the same time, yep. and. I think we've talked about Batman in every yeah. every episode. Wow. So let's let's yeah, get let's get you to it. Uh okay. This week we watched uh The Lost City. Uh a reclusive romance novelist on a book tour with her cover model gets swept up in a kidnapping attempt that lands them both in a cutthroat jungle adventure. It, that sounds like uncharted. 
directed by Aaron and Adam Nee, who you might know from uh, Swiss Army Man. So um, this movie has the romance novelist, Sandra Bullock, and the cover model, Channing Tatum. And this movie is... This movie came out. This movie this is movie a movie. This movie came out, yep. and Ian and I saw it, and we laughed a bit. And Jason saw it the night before this and Jason, episode. And Jason saw it as well. Uh, but really, uh, so Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> plays like the antagonist who, in her writings of these romance novels, Sandra Bullock and her dead husband... He died. He died. He's like dead before the movie starts. Like first thirty seconds. Um, we're like researching this lost city in. Was it a fictional island? Uh Do we know? Do we know the location? I have no jungle? idea. I, I'm pretty sure it's fictional. Yeah. Okay. It was some some island, like treasure, um, and Sandra Bullock and her husband were like deciphering these keys and like hieroglyphics and she kind of gave up on it and started using them in her novels but like actually decoding what they had started um when they were married uh daniel radcliffe is like a tech mogul he's his family owns a tech thing and he wants to prove himself by finding this treasure so he kidnaps the romance novelist, takes her to this island, and then uh, you get a real bonehead Channing Tatum performance here. He as wants to prove that he's more than a cover model. He goes and rescues her, or tries to rescue her. And that's where and their that, and that's, that's where their cutthroat where the movie begins. Their cutthroat jungle adventure begins. So I don't really have a lot to say about this. I, Jay, your review kind of summed it up. Like, we had Uncharted last month, and we got this this month. And I don't really, if this is a pattern of jungle movies, I'm fearing what next month will bring. Morbius. <laughs> Morbius. Yeah, that's what it's going to bring. Okay. Well, it, I think that yeah, this is a weird Uncharted 2.0 type of situation. We within almost a month we had Uncharted and this come out and they both seem to be um i and i, I, the, I they, do you know I, what they all they're like cooklin brand indiana jones yeah 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 they are yep and i do have i do have positive things to say about this movie but i do want to save it for a spoiler tag um so we'll we'll just get our general thoughts before so my general thoughts of this movie are negative my spoiler thoughts i have some positive things to say uh, Ian, what did you think? I enjoyment factor was good. I actually didn't mind it. I um, I don't know if it was because I was in a movie theater watching this, but I enjoyed it way more than the Adam Project. Um, but the enjoyment factor was there. Obviously, the story is not the best. Um, and I think to a point we have to recognize where, I mean, these films have kind of know that they're self aware. Right. And um, so that's that's where I'll leave it off right now is that I enjoyed it, but I'm obviously probably never going to watch that movie again. 
never going to recommend it to anybody except to you, Jason. So, <laughs> um, which you have a beautiful smile, by the way, Jason. No, oh, thank you. Thank you. I turned off I turned off my video to save some power here. I'm literally at thirty five percent now. I might have to we might have to do a little cut so I can plug in my laptop. It's okay, it's the lost city. So um uh Jay, do you have any any general thoughts before we get into spoilers? Yeah, I you mentioned you have a couple of positive thing things to say about in the spoiler talk. I don't know really honestly what there would be to talk about in the spoiler section. I, I know what he's going to talk about. <laughs> but 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 I do have only one thing that I would say positively about the movie. I really don't think that this movie is deserves a whole lot of discussion. I I did think it was basically a a C-level comedy, a Cooklin Brandt Indiana Jones. I thought that the plot was convoluted. It was ridiculous, it hard felt- to buy into. It felt like it fell out of a portal from 2005. Oh, 100%. 100%. And you throw in some bad CGI. You pull in uh, pull in some lousy written characters. And it, I, didn't, I didn't laugh. I don't think at many of these scenes or jokes, I chuckled at best through the majority of them. I'm not even... I'm not even upset, or I don't even think that the actors themselves uh, portrayed these characters poorly. I think that the characters are just written really poorly, so they didn't have much to work with. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I would say my one positive about this film, and we and this maybe goes in the spoilers. I don't think it's really a spoiler because should, it's should we just straight up, should we just go straight into spoilers? Just yeah, let's just go straight into spoilers, right, I guess. Spoil- spoiler for The Lost City. Spoilers ahead. You are paying money to go see this in theater. Yep. Which you shouldn't. But my only spoiler spoiler comment would be that my positive on the film is Brad Pitt. Yes. That's what and I was going to get to. I mean, he. I don't even think that's super spoilery because, I, if I'm not mistaken, he might have been in the last trailer, but he's certainly on the poster. But Brad Pitt is definitely the one redeeming quality of this movie. He he plays a fantastic character. He's I so funny. literally was was laughing every scene he was in the film. It it was at the beginning of the movie that he shows up and I thought after the first 15 or so minutes, oh, this is going to be a tough movie to watch and then he shows up and I'm like, "Oh my goodness. This could be like the surprise movie of the year. This is awesome with Brad Pitt in this. I'm loving this. He's hysterical." He brought he, I think he made Sandra Bullock's and J- and uh, Channing Tatum's characters better because yeah. of the dynamic dynamic they had with him in the trio was really good, and, and then uh, bam, and then bam after like five ten minutes of him being in that the movie they, they just so kill funny. him off that was so funny and, and it was that was so it was, violent it was a funny scene the scene itself worked the problem is it left an hour of the rest of the film without Brad Pitt and without Brad Pitt, it just went back into being uh, a really cheesy, really corny, poor comedy that I didn't enjoy. Really cringy. The majority of the parts, but the five to 10, I don't know how long it was, maybe even 15 minutes that Brad Pitt was in the movie. I enjoyed it. I loved it. Yep. And I agree with you, Jason. He did tie both Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum's characters together to make them, you know, a whole level, you know, better than 
what they had started off as. And uh, they shot themselves in the foot, literally, when they shot Brad Pitt. So he, I thought Channing Tatum had some redeeming scenes. Overall, he's just like, he plays his normal goofball self, which I kind find kind of funny. But overall, like, the look of the movie was really bad. It felt like they were, like, on a soundstage the entire time. Daniel Radcliffe uh, he got his, was he, there. He, got his, he was there. He got his shot at being another villain, and it, it failed again. Yeah. So you know what this movie's trying to be? The movie's trying to be the new Jumanji that came out. That was yeah, really surprising. It was one of these Jungle Adventure movies. Yep. With that one, no one expected it to be any good, just like I don't think anyone expected The Lost City to be any good. Um, the obvious difference is that Jumanji is Jumanji good. Jumanji is good. It was a nice surprise. Really funny. I was laughing throughout the movie. A lot of dynamic characters in that one. Well-written. Um, pretty interesting and unique. This one, the complete opposite. It was a cookie-cutter, you know, jungle uh uh, treasure hunt adventure movie and it just it it didn't do anything different didn't do anything unique and it didn't even bother investing into their characters it's and, it, uh, i feel like it's always tough to rate these movies just because like to the point of like what i said earlier how self-aware are they you know that this movie is this you know yeah. mediocre yeah. you know so they can't be going into production for this movie thinking, oh, we're going to win an award for this or we're going to be the best movie of the first half of this year or something like that, you know? So, yeah. It was, we, Ian and I saw it. They were doing a showing, like a single showing on Wednesday for some reason. And our theater was packed, like surprisingly. Really? Also, the movie, also, the movie started like right away. It's right on time. I thought, like, typically there's trailers. I don't think there's trailers. I think we missed the first four or five minutes yeah. of the movie. So, Jason, if you want to fill us in on what happened those four or five minutes, we'd gladly hear it. Nothing worth, nothing worth okay. explaining. Okay. It wasn't much going on there at all. It was, it like you said, Jay, this is like a C-list movie. And it's all, like, it is jarring seeing a movie like that in theaters when streaming literally exists for the reason this movie exists. Yeah. Like yeah. it felt it had such heavy streaming vibes. Like something that I was like, why am I here yeah. sitting in this theater? Like like something you'd put on in the background while you're doing something. This else. is this is this felt like a peacock original. Yeah. <laughs> so I gave it I gave it three stars on Letterboxd just because the enjoyment factor was there. I did enjoy it. It was fun. But in terms of story and you know, am I gonna remember this? A month from now? No, not at all. Jason, it would be ba- funny if ba- you were still like talking about yeah. it. Like it became like your just because just because you guys said that, I am going to bring it up every <laughs> session now. So I'm surprised. I when I saw your guys' letterbox reviews, I thought I was going to be kind of the lone dissenting voice here, not liking it. But you guys gave it pretty high reviews. Ian, you gave it three. Nick, what you gave it two and a half. Two and a half. I mean, two and a half is like middle of the road. Like I, I did chuckle quite a bit. The Brad Pitt part is hilarious. Um, but like it, it's, I mean, I don't know. It's a five out of 10. Like, I feel like that's what this movie is. 
Well, I gave it a two. And That's the only, also and, in the same ballpark. And the only reason I gave it a two is because I gave Uncharted a one and a half, and I thought that this was <laughs> just a smidge better, so I gave it a two. Oh, dang. I'm pretty sure I still have Uncharted above this, but both got three star reviews I'm i sure. guess we'll see end of the year if any of these jungle movies make our top 10. <laughs> no they won't yeah they yeah. won't all right guys let's wrap it up here um what have uh what have we been watching jason well i oh you really watched have only you watched the lost city i watched the lost city i think that's really the only <laughs> movie that i've seen since a last episode I just have been watching the new Lakers show on HBO. We've talked about that a little bit. I still am enjoying that. And then I've actually been watching a lot of real basketball. Um, the Elite Eight and Sweet 16 games were great. We're going to get an unbelievable matchup next week. Duke, UNC, all the, like the all biggest the, rivalry. All the Blue Bloods. In, uh, yeah, yeah in I mean, the all the Blue four. Bloods in the Final Four, which personally I'm happy to see. And we're going to get the first ever matchup in the NCAA tournament between Duke and UNC, the storyline here is so rich. They're yeah. the biggest rivalry yeah, in college basketball. It's Coach K's last season at Duke, and they're playing in the Final Four. It doesn't get much better. So I've been watching a lot of that. I've been enjoying that. And uh, and that's really all the content I've consumed the last week. Nick, what about you? Trying to think. I've been watching... I feel like I've been on a high um, Paramount Plus shows. Um, Mayor of Kingstown, Jeremy Renner show hmm. on Paramount Plus, really good. It's it kind of feels like The Wire, e like it's it's kind of like a small town uh, corruption hmm. kind of vibe. It's kind of it's a little too complicated to fully explain like in a quick segment like this, but I I would recommend it. It's it's fun seeing Jeremy Renner be like a badass yeah um, not wearing purple yep. and in marvel <laughs> um i kind of forget how awesome of an action star he was like in that born movie he's great um i feel like we've just been like hawkeye pilled yeah so yeah. seeing it's like jarring seeing him be great but i like looking back he's always kind of been a pretty awesome star yeah um been playing a ton of elden ring that's been Ian, I know you got I'm that jealous. this week. Yeah, I, I've been playing that as well. It's it is so hard, and I not, being a guy who hasn't played any of the other previous Souls games, the learning curve on this is like brutal. But once I kind of picked up on it, I was like, all right, I think I can. I started to like really get hooked, and so I've I've just been wandering around this giant map, getting killed over and over again. Yep. It's it's been really fun. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I actually watched um, a animated Witcher film called Nightmare of the Wolf this past oh, week. Oh, how was that? Yeah, I Netflix, right? Yes, and I enjoyed it. I it's brutal. It's uh, I was not expecting it to be, um, but there's a lot of blood and just a lot of gore, and it jumps right into that. So I think you know if an animated film can cross that boundary of being almost real and like bloody i think it's an automatic you know win in my eyes i think Witcher, uh nightmare of the wolf definitely executed the story and the continuation of the theme 
that has always followed the Witcher, which is, you know, not all good or not all fair looking is evil and, you know, not all evil is bad. So, yeah. Um, do you watch the uh, uh, Halo episode? I, I did. did. Not. I did not watch. Yeah. That. Oh, did I, you watch I did watch that as well. Yeah. Paramount Plus sponsor us, please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of Paramount talk today. How how summarize it, guys? I don't want to spend a ton of time with the end here. But, it was uh, uh, it was decent. What did you guys think? It was decent. Um, my only gripe so far is Chief Master Chief doesn't sound like what he does in the games at all. Mm. He's got a very satisfying, rich voice in the games, and it just does not. They couldn't even dub his voice over when he's in the helmet, so it's kind of kind of a bummer. The story is not too gripping um, so far, but I have a feeling it's going to pick up because the year that this is set in is huge. So is the is the visual effects any good? Because it, it looks so the visual it, effects look so bad in the trailers. It's it felt. I saw someone describe it as the. It's the highest budget and lowest budget show at the same time. Like some stuff looks amazing. And then like other stuff, I'm like, am I watching a CW show right now? Yeah. But like the aliens, I thought kind of looked good. Yeah. The covenant looked great. So the covenant looked really cool. In my opinion, if the covenant looked great, then that's fine. I can be satisfied with that. But I have a feeling like, I have a feeling you guys would definitely keep watching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm very new to Halo lore um, as of, like, this week. So Ian is way more invested in, like, I'm going to keep Master watching. Chief's voice. I don't know what Master Chief's voice sounds like. I thought the guy's voice was cool. Master Chief was kind of sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was solid. I'll, I'll definitely keep watching. I'll, I'll keep watching because I have a feeling I know how this first season is going to end. And that's what's keeping me on the, on the edge of my seat. I'll probably pick it up. If not this week, then next. And then, I'm sure I'll real quick, it. last thing I've been watching is today I watched Drive My Car. I took the three hour. Oh. I took the three hour journey into watching that. Is it good? It's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a lot of movie to kind of just like after it ends, just to kind of sit there and wrap your head around. Um, mm-hmm. But it's good. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Korean film Burning, but it kind of has mm-hmm. the same pace as that and. It's very well executed. There, there are just a couple. I don't know, just a couple things lacking for me, and that's why I haven't written my review yet. But um, I enjoyed it overall, so I think it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely probably pick that up this week, then. So it's definitely on my list because it's one of the best picture noms. I'm trying to yeah. watch all of those. So next, so, so next week we have Morbius, the, the new Marvel legend that we've been hyping you guys up about. And, uh, I, I'm not excited. I can't even put on a face. I, I'm less excited about this than I was for the lost city. <laughs> we came up with a new phrase this week and it's when we have to go watch content movies <laughs> that we know are not going to be great, but we got to do it. And why do we have to do it? For, for the, the pod. pod. For the pod. This is for a the for the pod type of movie. Yeah, we're yeah, just so going to we'll be reviewing Morbius. Yeah, we're just going to call the, all these movies just a Morbius movie. Just go and see it for the podcast and, uh, you know, see how and we our enjoy podcast, it. Our podcast next week is going to evolve a little bit too. You know, so, so we're recording this on Monday, March 28th of four episodes we've recorded in the last month. 
we recorded actually five. We recorded a test episode and then these four episodes. Maybe we'll have to release that very first episode sometime as like a as like a bonus episode. Yeah. But so these four episodes are released tomorrow, March 29th on Tuesday. And then next week, we're going to have our very first YouTube video version of the pod up on YouTube. Woot, woot. You guys, let's go. You guys stoked about that? Yeah, there. I'm, I'm excited. I've been from the from the start of when we birthed this podcast. I've been just trying to hammer into your guys' heads like this is important for people because people sometimes people like listening and watching, and yeah. I think uh, it can attract a lot of a lot of a lot more ground for us to yeah. really get this thing going and uh it's just it's just really fun yeah you know to have mm-hmm. this kind of creative outlet to not just do audio but to add visual along with it i think that ian and i have like ian you got your background is is really fleshing out you've added a lot there we're actually doing a test episode of the video version this episode mm-hmm. and um we'll see how it gets put together but your background background looks great nick you might need to do some work in the next week. I think I'm moving in the next two months, so okay, okay. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm kind of landlocked with my desk, so I might just have to move the camera a bit. Yeah, but it'll it'll, it'll my it'll face work. will pop. I mean, once I get that ring light. I mean, the big thing is like I just you know if people see our faces and we're talking and interacting with one with one another like this, I think people are going to be satisfied enough. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what's coming guys. And, uh, appreciate you stopping by listening to us talk about a very C level movie, but you know, we're doing it for you guys and we're excited for more. Yeah. And, uh, you guys, uh, want to say anything before we close up? No. For nope. the pod. All right, boys. Let's get out. All right. Let's get out of here. Love you, mom.